The greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. You know, we've been talking about over the last few weeks, this new covenant that we are so blessed to operate under because of the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, as we talk about a covenant, we're simply talking about a promise, an agreement that God has between himself and his people. You know, we come to find out and understand that one of the challenges in today's society is that we simply do not understand and embrace the power of covenant the same way that God does. We found out that God, he will always honor the covenant that that he himself has established with his people. He said it in Psalms 89, my covenant I will not break nor alter the word that has gone out of my mouth. Once I have sworn by my holiness, he says, I will not lie. In other words, it is so important that we understand that when God has entered into covenant with us, when he has made these awesome promises to us, we must understand that his covenant, he says, he will not break it. There's absolutely nothing that we can do to make God break the covenant that he himself has established. He says, my covenant, I will not break. The word of my covenant, I will not change. In other words, the words of God's covenants will not be changed under any circumstance. The only way that that God will change a covenant is by entering into a new covenant or a better agreement. He says, my covenant I will not break. The word of my covenant will not be changed. And he says, concerning my covenant, I will not lie. We saw this even in creation because uh, after the flood, after the flood, uh, God made a covenant with creation. And within that covenant that he made with creation, he himself promised that while the earth remains, seed, time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, they shall not cease. And then he says in Jeremiah 33, if you can break my covenant with the day, and my covenant with the night so that there will be so that there will not be day and night in their season he says then my covenant may also be broken with david my servant in other words god wants us to understand that the degree of certainty we have concerning the cycle of day and night is the degree of certainty we should possess concerning god himself our Heavenly Father, 
honoring the covenant that he has made with us, his people. Listen, family, I've said this before, and I think it bears saying again, God will always honor the covenant that he himself has established. Now, I believe that is awesome because the prophet Jeremiah lets us know that we now are in the midst of what is called an everlasting covenant, an everlasting covenant. He says, I will make with them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from doing them good. You need to hear this. Our God, this is what he says. He says that he has now made with us an everlasting covenant. And, and you know, I'm the type of individual, I like to research words and I like to know exactly what it means. And the fact of the matter means, uh, the fact of the matter is rather that the word everlasting means just that. It lasts forever. So this covenant and this promise that God has now made with us, it is a covenant and a promise that will last forever. And what is the terms? What are the terms of this particular covenant? He says, in this covenant, please hear me, I will not turn away from doing them good. In other words, God says to us, that we have now entered because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We have now entered into what he calls an everlasting covenant. It is a covenant where God himself has promised to never turn away from doing us good. What a blessing. What a promise that we have from our God. God says, because we have entered into relationship with him through Jesus Christ, he says, no matter what happens in your life, you can count on the fact that God, our heavenly father will always, he will never turn away from doing us good. So if it's happening in your life and it's not good, I have news for you. If it's not good, it's not God, because every good and perfect gift comes from God. See, this is a place. This is the place where I believe that we as believers uh, should, should engage our faith. You know, I know when you you go to um, different, uh, you listen to different preaching and teachings and, and um, you know, we are taught to use our faith for, for houses and cars and stuff. And, and I have no problem with any of that stuff. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, the word of God says that God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So houses and cars and some of that other stuff, it certainly pertains to to life. But the fact of the matter is, in the season and in the times that we're living in, we should engage our faith towards the covenant, the promise that God has made, specifically this promise that he has made to never turn away from doing us good. That's what we need to release our faith towards in this season. That's what we need to allow the spirit of faith to speak through us. What do you mean? I believe and therefore I speak. 
That's the spirit of faith. We believe and therefore we speak. In other words, in the season that we're in, we must believe that our God has agreed to never turn away from doing us good. And since we believe that, that ought to be a part of our everyday speech. We should be declaring that to ourselves that, you know, Father, I thank you because you have promised that you will never turn away from doing me good. I thank you, Father, because you've promised to never turn away from doing my family good, from being good to my business, from being good to all that concerns me. That's a good place. That's a good place, I believe, for us as believers to engage our faith. You know, I know there's people who who will tell you that, you know, God is good, but 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 when you mess up, when you do things that do not line up with his word, he he has to deal with you. Well, the truth of the matter is we need to understand the God in whom we serve, because under the old covenant, God would use punishment. God would use the threat of curses in order to get his people to repent, in order to get his people to change their mind concerning their action and their ways. But that is not so under this new covenant, because under this new covenant, God is not using the, the threat of punishment. He's not using the threat of curses to get us to repent. But under this new covenant, the Bible clearly says it in Romans 2 and 4, that it is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Under this new covenant, this wonderful covenant of grace, it is God's goodness that, that, that literally leads us to repentance. In other words, God says, because you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, he says, even when you drift away, he says, even when you do things that, that, that you should not do, he says, I'm not looking to punish you. I'm not looking to curse you. He says, but I will overwhelm you with my goodness because my goodness will lead you to repentance. It is my goodness that will cause you to change your mind about your actions, change your mind about your ways, and even change your mind about the God whom we serve. For our God is not out to get us, but our God has made us an everlasting covenant, an everlasting promise in which he himself has declared that he will never turn away from doing us good. That's the God we serve. This is the dispensation that we're under. We do not serve a God who's out to get us, but we are in relationship with a God who simply desires to bless us and to continue to do, to do good and manifest that good in each in every one of our lives. Listen, again, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. 
Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homa worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of his awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through his finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by his tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.